Right, picture export as a JPG. Downloads, uh, yes, not in my. Did you just say a JPG? Make it sound like a fucking genre of video games. Oh, have you played the latest Final Fantasy of the JPG genre? That's, that's how we go. That's how we go for in Italian. So Japanese shut up. playing game. It's Jipug. Jipug. <laughs> it's pronounced Jipug. Is it really pronounced? No, you think you're kidding Jipug me? Jipug is. <laughs> JPEG. Fuck off, JPEG, JPG. JPG. <laughs> JPG. Oh, and I'm tired. Give me a fucking break. Oh, can't wait to get home and make a JPG sandwich. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck baby, you. Man. I want to see you. Know your voice. Recognize you when you first come around the corner. Sense your scent. When I come into a room, you've just left. Know the lift of your heel, the glide of your foot. Become familiar with the way you purse your lips, then let them part, just the slightest bit, when I lean into your face and kiss you. I want to know the joy of how you whisper more. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of TPC, Tony's Poetry Club. Here with you tonight, your host, Tony. English teacher, amateur poet, and long, alongside me we have Ryan and El Brandon. Hello, hello everyone. Glad to be here once again. We've had a little bit of a hiatus. I don't think anyone noticed, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad to be getting back into to reading some poems. Hello everybody. I'm Brandon, amateur voiceover artist and also English teacher, and recently barman. I think I think that's my job title. Anyway, I feel so informal next to you too. I should be in a, a, a jumpsuit and you two in tuxedos. As a famous um, internet philo- what's philosopher, yeah, as a, a as a famous internet philosopher, as a famous internet philosopher once said, Ryan, get good. Is that Abraham Lincoln? I believe. Yeah. Definitely. Should we talk about this really? Sexually intimidating poem. I knew, I knew we were going there. I knew the moment <laughs> I chose the moment I chose this poem. I was like, Brandon is going to give me a hard time because well, he's yeah, like, you always, he feels sexually intimidated in every aspect of life. So, well, in, in first of all, uh, everybody over there, you just listened to "I Want to See You" uh, by we don't know who. <laughs> it's been attributed to uh, Rumi, Rumi, I'm not sure, R-U-M-I, and the translator is unknown, and the original language, it's actually not mentioned. Uh, it's not a sexual poem, please, it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it has intonations. Do you, know, do you know how this poem makes me feel? This poem makes me feel like I've been cornered by some like sweaty guy in a nightclub, and... <laughs> Yeah, like he's just telling me this as I'm like, yeah, I, I gotta get back to my friends. Yeah, do you know that like that meme that went around? It's <laughs> like that guy whispering into the girl's ear, and she just looks really unimpressed. That's how this makes me feel. Why? Why do I picture myself doing that while you were speaking? Shit. Yeah, this is this is a you poem. You this is a very that. you poem. Okay, I am going uh, more romantic here today, but I wanna I wanna hear from Ryan first. 
Brandon mentioning that that it was it feels kind of sleazy, uh, that it's maybe not as romantic as it first appears. I don't, I obviously, coming from his perspective, but that immediately made me think of Lonely Island, and their is it Lonely Island, and their their weird music videos, internet thing. You know Andy Samberg. Wait, which one are we talking Brooklyn about? Yeah, are we uh, what, are we well, talking any, about? Just that, just that <laughs> she's, she's in my pants. It's that uh, no, it's that <laughs> level of you know. It's not. It's not anything specific. It's just a feeling. It's just the overall uh, effect that I feel like it has. But that was just because of what you said, not necessarily my personal <laughs> take on it. What um, is your personal take on it? Though? My personal take is that it, it does feel romantic. It's it's describing someone else. It's not specific in its language in terms of a, a woman or a man. Uh, it just, it is it, something that we did a, a poem all on go again, where it felt like it's a love letter. Like it's saying something without saying it uh, directly to someone. So it's a, a fantasy and a, a, a almost a daydream. So I, I think it's romantic in that way, but it, it could be seen from a, a, a different view from a, a more sordid way. Yeah. I think, yes, he shares a lot with Celia Celia. I don't know if you remember like a yeah. few episodes. Ago That's what I mean. yeah. A lot. He does a lot. Yeah, he does share a lot. And I like it because he, he kind of kind of uh, rips apart the whole taboo of sex, right? Because sex can be romantic. So why don't, why would you not put into a love letter the whole thing of, yeah, I love you, therefore I want to shag you. That's how it works normally, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, in that uh, order and not uh, all, all the times, but uh, uh, aside from the gross oversimplification that, that I'm was, sorry, but I'm going, not going back to your comparison with this to Celia Celia. Um, I don't know, I think they're two completely different planes of it's just two different levels. Like, Celia Celia has that kind of like playful sort of idle fantasizing about what someone looks like naked and i think that's something that's less intimate than i want to know the joy of how you whisper more it's like it, fucking 50 shades of gray type shit like, it's like also, no yeah, i don't it want that said. it makes my skin crawl it's it horrible. was only four lines seriously this is, this is far more descriptive relatively it's, it's mm -hmm. a longer take yeah but i mean see, see i think it's the same like those four lines they but then you let yeah, you let imagination run away with it. In this, there's less room for imagination, but because of I that, mean, you, you kind of see the writers. Uh, I mean, Celia Celia is basically, I've had a shit day, so I think about your boobs. Like, <laughs> this is like proper going into like... You need to talk about oversimplifications. Yeah, but that's basically what it is. It can be seen that way. Yeah, that's one it, way of looking at in, it. In its basest form. That's mm. what it is. But this is just like Foundation. legit. I genuinely just think about like some sleazy guy in a club like coming up to you and <laughs> it's been like just saying mm. this, thinking they're being dead smooth and romantic, even though they like stink of BO and like. There was one particular line, like, sense your scent when yeah. I come into a room. You've just like, that it's is very grim. creepy. It's That's so like grim. Hannibal Lecter level. It's Why? It's it can be, like... but. It's like, I, I miss you so much that I just want to know your scent. I know you've been in this room and that just, you know, brings me joy. brings me the need of being with you. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm just romantic. I, guess. <laughs> I think there's like a fine line between like romance and uh, predatory, predatory behavior. <laughs> oh yeah, translator unknown. He's <laughs> like, oh, I don't know who wrote this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, no, just to be precise, it's the poetry pharmacy book, page one hundred eight. So we're not <laughs> going around saying how oh, Tony is being a perv over poetry. Citing it's his source Tony. and proving his, his innocence. Yeah. It's Tony. Well, um, speaking of the book we're taking this from, actually, um, it's interesting how the author uh, basically proves my point. Um, according to, what's his name? William Seagars, which is the author of the book. Um, the author of this poem is using those, you know, those lines, a bit, a bit borderline, I'd say, um, to kind of, uh, to point out the fact that you can still feel alive, that you're still alive, you can still allow yourself to um, infatuate, to, you know, uh, have a crush. Um, to be a pervert. That, no, not necessarily, come on, don't be silly. Um, you, you know, like, worry, people that worry that they might not, have an infatuation again and then be like ah, oh, but, but you know you can still embrace it you can see yeah, still be a perv all right still be a perv but what is there anything wrong with that i don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you don't act like a perv but you just use whatever you feel to i don't know to express yourself somehow in a way that doesn't hurt anyone else i think it's a nice way yeah i mean from a perv <laughs> some really weird connection. some really weird language in this that just rubs me up. exactly what you said Ryan sense your scent when I come into a room you've just left that's fine on its own but then the rest of it and then you've got this when I lean into your space like get out of my space I like my space <laughs> like what? what the fuck I'm not. Leave I'm not sure. We we might be looking at it wrong in the sense that thinking that it's non-consensual. I don't think that that's the case. I don't think again it's, it's for fantasy. At but least it's, in my my view, it's so, still very. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it just makes. I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah. The um the very last stanza. It was. It's an interesting point actually. The first four stanzas are two lines each, uh, and then the fifth one is. A whole six lines, so it's it's drawn out in the the structure of the poem itself, not just with the uh, the vocabulary. You know why but, that is, um, don't you? I I mean, I'm trying to break it down, but what would you like to tell me why that is, Bron? Because he's on the vinegar strokes while he's oh, writing that my bit. Goodness sake! And then the last stanza is three lines. Well, the last line is actually just a single word. Is that the uh, is that the climax? Would you say, in the context of the poem? That is definitely the climax. Mm. I want the vinegarist, to know the, joy the vinegarist of vinegar strokes of how you whisper, oh, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> which way do you look at that? You know. Speaking of of perks, I don't know. Speaking of perks, I'm quite sure my friend Daniela out there will appreciate this comment. She, uh, thank you for listening to us, Daniela. Um, this poem actually reminds me of an Italian um, poem written by. Um, a, Giacomo Leopardi in the 1819, which if you read it, it's like a, it's a very nice poem with this fine Italian. But if you read through the line, basically there's this guy, this perv, sitting behind a hill, 
spying a girl through the bushes, saying, "Oh, this hill is 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 um is, is preventing me from seeing you," and you're like, "Oh, this is so romantic." But then if you go and analyze every word and every line, like, "Oh, okay, this is borderline perv." It's um, going through is, stuff with the fire. Is that the poem yeah. that you wrote, then, Tony? <laughs> I can actually I googled, I googled that I can read the line from the English translation so this guy is sitting here and he's saying oh there is this hill the parts of the far horizon the side excludes but sitting and gazing endless spaces beyond it and the inhuman silences and the deepest quiet I fake myself in my thoughts and there is a lot on packing those two lines and a half but again it's it's all fantasy it's all in someone's head oh yeah can't like if if we're talking about this in terms of uh, real world of applications and everything coming down to perversion like you can't have romance without there being something underneath that that's that's sort of sexual and maybe not as appreciated by everybody it's it's something that's unfortunate we don't have a, a woman's perspective on this i feel kind of limited in that sense how a, a woman would respond to this kind of in the saying that it was about that we that you can't just have romance of and for itself there's always something behind it there's always sex part of the equation whether that's appreciated by everyone that reads it like obviously like asexual people for example wouldn't see that side of things but it's still uh i keep using the word fantasy because it's in people's heads and it, it doesn't matter anybody can think what they want and we can't go to the point of of trying to stop people imagining these things if they're writing them down as poems or if they're like even going so far as to write them as a letter to a woman that they're fantasizing about that's kind of creeping into the the realm of don't do that but <laughs> it's it's not actively hurting anyone to think like this and because there's so much literature that surrounds this entire idea it's something that is part of the human experience it's so intrinsic to it and that there's so much about it i think i think shows that it, it it's valid. It makes sense, and it's it's something that can be debated back and forth to the end of time. I think, but I appreciate it for for what it can create, what it can invoke in people. I think it goes down to the fact that such feelings are well, in fact, abstract. You know, you can't describe feelings. You can't describe emotions. They are personal. They are subjective, and therefore, the interpretation of such feelings um, is personal. So. What Brandon feels like, or you feel like, uh, romantic, maybe for me, is just too much. And on the other hand, what I feel like, oh, yeah, it's a bit, maybe it's a bit pervy, but I, I like to see the romanticism behind it. Uh, maybe by you, it's clearly perceived as a bit too much on the other extreme. So it definitely goes down to, 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 to the, the abstract nature of such feelings and emotions. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with romanticizing things and yeah, uh, yeah. allowing them to be uh, something relevant right now that the Euros is going on. People romanticize football. Um, what, what? Uh, like going what? beyond it. Like it's just an, another thing. It's an abstract concept. Physically, it's, it's just a sport. It's just a, a game that you know two teams play. But people romanticize it and go storylines and things like that. But it works for, for anything else like love, like lust, uh, perversion, that kind of thing. And romanticizing something versus something being romantic is a subjective point, which is, you know, what you would, what I think you were trying to say. In other news, sorry, um, Maddie just came in. 
in other news, um, I've finally become that bougie person that I, I swore to myself <laughs> that I would never be. I'm sitting here discussing poetry, <gasps> swirling a 2016 Burgundy Chardonnay, <laughs> sniffing it and wine, tasting it like some sort of fucking upper class knobber. And I'm I'm okay with it, and I don't like that. So not only is fun. this poem making my skin crawl, what I've become reading this poem is also making my skin crawl. So yeah, I mean, cheers to romanticizing <laughs> wine. I think cheers. Romanticizing everything, I'd say. Well done, Brandon, for not being one-dimensional and sticking to your prejudices. Oh, that's good wine. You were ten years ago. It's good oh, to change. Change is good. That usually. is good wine. My God. And wine is good as well. So, Well, on that note, I'd say uh, that there's definitely more to unpack and to discuss in regard to um, Brandon's change. <laughs> <laughs> For who knows him, at least. Transformation. That, yeah, metamorphosis. Um, but yeah, if you are interested in this poem out there, uh, again, it's I want to see you attributed to uh, Rumi. Uh, or you can buy the amazing book from William Seeger, The Poetry Pharmacy, it's going to be on page 108. Um, but I, I think that is all we have time for today. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for sticking around. And thank you to Brandon and Ryan for sharing this amazing moment of bouginess with me. Bouginess. Bouginess. Is that in, in the dictionary? Uh, it will be. <laughs> It was a lovely poem. Uh, I loved breaking it down with you, you too. Uh, the fact that we don't know what it was translated from is a, is a big part that's missing from it. Part, uh, I'm going to guess Italian. Poem. Possibly Italian. Quite but, likely. Um, it, it, it's up to interpretation again, and as, as so much of, of poetry is. So I enjoy that part of it quite a bit. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. I'm off to polish off this entire bottle of wine. Oh. So I'll see you all later. Ta-ta. Goodbye.